Welcome to Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. My name is Kindred, and I am here with Riley. Hi. Hi, everyone. This week, um, we're doing one of my favorite favorite movies. I don't know if you guys have caught on to the pattern yet. <laughs> Jesus. I like to introduce the pattern every time. Uh, but no, this it's week, it's, it's me. We're doing one of my favorite movies. You probably saw the title, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. If you didn't see the title, tweet me how. (laughs) How are you listening to this and did not... Well, I mean, I guess there could be blind listeners, but out of... I think we have 18 listeners, so probably not. I think, yeah, I think that's a good chance that there's not. Um, But if you are, I'm sorry if I offended you. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Hashtag... Well, I was going to say triggered, but I don't think that's... I don't think that's applicable. You know what? Why don't we just get away from this joke? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, do you have anything you want to talk about before we talk about the movie? I feel inexplicably tired. Okay. I, I Every week, Wednesdays and Thursdays, I work very long days, about 11 hours, starting at like 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally I have Fridays off, but yesterday we had our like company picnic for people, Ugh. and um, it was fine, and I had a fine time. Right. But I was there for about eight hours, mm-hmm. and I went to bed last night probably at like one. I just passed out on the couch, yeah, and I slept a good amount. Okay, but I feel like I feel like I need ten naps. Oh, jeez. And you know, like people who work like really hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I just like I don't know how people. There's so many people who just like work and they don't sleep and they just like hustle, you know, and like get right. shit done. They have multiple and like, jobs. And, yeah, and they're yeah. just, like, out there fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you guys, because I just, like, if I work on a Friday when I normally don't, I am just, like, over it. I'm spent. I mean, it really people who have more than one job and survive, it's yeah. just very impressive. Because I have Josh one. Is, Josh is working at three places right now. Oh, my God. Wait, then, I, seriously, kudos to him. Well, that's, like, he works all the time, and then when he's not working, he, like, always has, like, a list of things he wants to get done, and I'm like, right. thank God that you're around, because I just, like, I think, I mean, I can make a lot of excuses for myself, but I'm really, right. like, drained by human interaction. Right. And working with people all day long, like, working with, quote-unquote, the public. Yeah. I just, like, it takes everything out of me to do that. Yeah, for sure. Plus, oh, for bless sure. their hearts. But so that's all I'm thinking about. I'm really tired, <laughs> and I have no reason to be really. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, you can you can be tired if you if you're tired. You can be tired. It's okay. Thanks. If you want to be tired, be tired. <laughs> be tired. Um, I am not tired, even though I was up at six thirty this morning. I know what the hell. I texted Kindred <laughs> at ten my time, which is seven her time, and I was like, Hey, can we record in the morning? Ten a.m. Fully expecting her to be asleep and to wake up to it. And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, yeah. go to bed. <laughs> Why like, are you awake? I've been trying. It's just my, I've got a little brother and he got up, my dad gets up early and he gets up my little brother because he wants oh, to get up yeah. early. That makes and sense. And then my cat, I feed him at 6.45 in the morning because that's, you know, when I'm leaving for work. Mm. And so he comes in and he starts yelling at me and he doesn't know it's the weekend, so... Hmm. Someone should so. let them know. Garfield knows when it's Monday, so your cat should that's, know when it's the weekend. I mean, that's really true. And then he'll learn to hate Saturdays and Sundays because I don't wake up until 
8.30. Oh, God. If only I could have slept in until 8.30. <laughs> That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I've always been Ugh. queen at sleeping in. I can sleep in as long as I want anytime. Yeah. There's so many people that are like, I just can't. And there's days where I can't, but it's like, right. if I wake up at 8, I'm just going to go back to sleep. However, mm-hmm. I have been having the most horrible dreams well that's (laughs) not good that's not good i just have like everything that i have anxiety about like Uh manifests itself in like one dream and i put jesus i put a like a tweet up i put a tweet up i tweeted nice (laughs) i tweeted like a memo a screenshot of like a memo on my phone of this dream Mm -hmm. i had the other night and it was just like i i don't know no one cares about other people's dreams but I just get, I'm such a stressed out person, just like in general. Right. And then like you go to sleep and you can't even escape it. You just like, oh my God, stressed out. Like last night I had dreams about my boss all night and her just like reaching her fucking limit and like shouting her head off at people. And I, I constantly have dreams where a a big part Mm -hmm. of my job is reconciling ledgers between our clients and our office. And so I just have dreams that I'm just looking at spreadsheets and like, I can't find where the, (laughs) where the discrepancy (laughs) is. It's, it's super fun. And like, you know, an escape from (laughs) the day to day. (laughs) Uh, stress dreams. Am I right guys? No. Oh wow, there was that was a good chunk of dead air. Okay, well, Riley, um, I know you watched the movie we're reviewing this morning. Would you like to tell us about it? Um, I actually didn't watch it. Oh, um, okay. I just went on Wikipedia and right. read about it. No, um, okay. I, that was a funny joke in my head. It's a good one. Audacity is freaking out as usual, so I'm okay. I'm pretty cool. sure I lost. A large chunk of audio but you know what great we put we prevail we push forward it seems to might seems to might be doing something now okay good um so we watched separately we watched monty python's the meaning of life Mm -hmm. um should i give a synopsis um yeah or tell yeah do girl just go for it just do what you feel tell us how you feel Whatever you want. <laughs> so it's broken up into parts. I think maybe seven and a mm-hmm. B mm-hmm. Or, or eight. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just watched it once. I'm not an expert on this movie. <laughs> I, I literally just watched it. Uh, but it, it goes through life in some sort of way, starting at birth uh-huh. to to the meaning of life, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or to death. And the, yeah. like, the meaning of life is like maybe part six out of seven point b right um but it's i think the amazon prime description it, it was like one of the dumbest things i've ever read and it was just oh, like well, what was it i wonder if i can pull it up if it'll be the same um but it just said like british comedy group goes through life in a witty <laughs> british way oh and no. it ended with like with hilarious and something skits like no oh. no it said like skits which are hilarious and <laughs> and brilliant or something oh. i don't know it just sounded like someone who's never written anything ever wrote it and they, they might not have seen the movie They're yeah exactly like... <laughs> like just assuming like and it was probably hilarious because right. I, I don't know i saw monty python so right but it was i can't explain this movie there's like no way to explain it other than that 
Okay. That, it's a bunch of fine. skits. <laughs> it's a bunch of skits. There's some songs. Um, in the Monty Python way, they just like poke fun at things, and in this mm-hmm. one, just life in general. Right. And it's very clever. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I well, enjoyed what, it a how, lot. I was going to say, how did you feel about it? I enjoyed it a lot. It was very... the. I think the word I'll keep saying is clever. It's, like, very clever. Yeah. It's very smart. Right. Uh, it's Their delivery is amazing because it's so dry. Yeah, it's like, incredible. They never play up the jokes. They just let them no. be what they are. And I really love right. that delivery. Like, they don't... I think in American comedy, like, mm-hmm. there's always, I mean, timing is a big thing with it, with any kind of comedy. Right. But, like, American comedy really, like, builds up to that, like, punchline. Yeah. Um, like, that moment of, like, pause for laughter. Right. <laughs> and I don't think they do that at all. No. And it's, it's really great. I didn't really, like, laugh out loud very mm-hmm. often. I think I did, like, twice. But I don't right. really do that a lot. Right. With stuff in general. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was very smart and it was very funny and mm-hmm. I loved a lot of the skits and I hated the one with the giant fat man exploding cause I hate seeing <laughs> fake throw up. It's the grossest oh. thing in the world. I hate <laughs> yeah. barf in general. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> but it was funny. Like, and that's the thing. Right. I think it was a lot is a really good description for the whole movie. Like every yeah. scene is extremely over the top, but delivered in a way that's very serious. Right. Which makes it so funny. I had a couple issues with it, mm-hmm. which I'm sure I'm not the first person to have issues with. Right. Mainly, like, 95% of the women actors had their boobs out. <laughs> well, and then they poke fun at themselves for doing that in, they a, do. in one of their skits. But they still did it. <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's like a very male-centric... Um, group, which I understand. That's just like, right. it is what it is. Right. And it's 1983 and all these other things. Right. But I think I get annoyed. It's like something that you've said before, and I think about mm-hmm. it almost every time I watch anything now, where you're just like, I'm just sick of seeing white people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that and too. So, so it was like, even like the first scene, I was like, oh, how is everyone here just white? And it's like, yeah. I think the only people you see that aren't white are like... I don't know what to say without it sounding offensive because they're portrayed very offensively. Right. <laughs> but there's just, like, Africans in, like, tribal clothing and, right. like, carrying somebody on a bed whose leg was chewed off. And, like, right. yes, it's all very funny. Right. But I, I think it's... I know that comedy is a very, like, male-centric world as it is. Mm-hmm. And I guess it, watching this in 2018, I'm like, God, like, they couldn't have, like, one girl who gets to be funny. Like, the first female we see, they tell her to go put on the kettle. And then, I love it. <laughs> like, later, there's, like, a group of, like, eight girls with their boobs out chasing after this guy. And it's hilarious. It's really funny. Right. And then at the end, they're in heaven, and all the, like, women cast of the... The show tune in heaven, right. of course. Um, they're all have their boobs out. They're like weird fake boobs, but still. Well, which I think is funny because I think it's a very. I think just everything is so satirical. Absolutely. And I love that end, which I mean, it's obviously a lot of fake boobs at the very end scene, but it's but it's uh you know they're satirizing the like Las Vegas show with the showgirls whose boobs yeah. are covered. I lo- like I I think it's 
I mean, I can see how it's problematic, but I just, I don't have a problem with any of it. No, and I I get, and I get, like, what they're doing, and I get that it's, like, obviously satirical, but I think, like, coming from this world now of, like, Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby and Louis C.K. and stuff, right? who have made, Louis C.K. I used to really like, and he would make jokes about women in a way that was, like, funny, and like, oh, men and women are different, and it's funny. And, like, now it's kind of, I just wonder about, like, behind-the-scenes stuff a little bit too much, about, like, how those right. women were, like, treated off-screen, if right. this is how they're on-screen. Yeah. And that was my only, like, oh, man, 1983. But, I don't know. It was really funny. I liked, uh, I don't know. There was a lot of really funny skits, obviously. Yeah. I, uh, I first, the first... I first, uh, when I was living with uh, our friends Linda and Steven, um, Steven showed me the clip, um, the Galaxy song, where Eric Idle comes out of the fridge, and then mm-hmm. they, which I, if I could get an entire song tattooed onto my body somewhere, I would get those lyrics tat- on, tattooed onto me, but it just seems a bit excessive. I would say. But, and but, his face. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love Eric Idle so much. But, um, but the first, so I, Steven showed me that clip, and I was... Spitting. I didn't know what it was from. I was just like, oh, Monty Python. I don't know what this is from, but I really enjoyed it. And then um, I think like a year or two later, uh, I I was like, maybe I'll try watching a Monty Python movie. <laughs> and I rented it on Amazon and I was just like, just something about it just really clicked with me. And mm-hmm. I, there's something so charming about all of the cast members. Yeah. And, you know, so then I also, I, I haven't seen any of their show but I've also I've I own Life of Brian which is great and um there I don't know there's just something about the cast the the Monty Python guys that I they're very I very likable uh, right all of them and they're um they're creative and I think just I mean they're they're all their crap about religion, you know, that they're satirizing and yeah. like the government, it oh my still God. holds up. It's it's incredible. <laughs> One of the funniest parts. Well, first, I want to say the first time I heard that song mm-hmm. was um, at a museum with Linda. Oh. We went to like the, I think it was the Air and Space Museum of the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. And they had a little TV playing that song. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in the middle of all these like displays, which was real cute. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite points in the movie was when they're at the like prep school thing. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know what to, Catholic school, I guess. Yeah. And they're singing the song about like, please <laughs> don't like boil us, dear God, like please don't burn us with fire. It was so funny. It was so good. And that's, I think that's the uh. thing that's so still poignant about that the Monty Python humor is that it's like they have this way of taking these really big concepts right and like boiling them down to just like that's it right (laughs) like that's what's ridiculous about this right like just the god fearing and like the the song about every sperm is sacred I was gonna say every sperm is sacred when that came on the first time I watched it and like at the very end there's all those people dancing yeah I was like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen yeah and And that's like every skit is so just they they take it and they really commit to it and I've always really appreciated when people can just really commit to something really stupid Right. right well and I think I thought about something you had said um 
I don't know if it was on air or off air. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> but um, you had mentioned, like, it must have been off air. But we were talking about uh, movies and, like, um, uh, attention spans. Yeah. And how these days movies, like, it seems like everything has to have a point. And so it's nice to watch a movie where things, like, don't, not that they don't have points, but you can just appreciate it as it is. Yeah. And I feel like this movie, there's some of the skits, like, don't have a point, but <coughs> but I still appreciated them. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, you're good. I've been so sneezy lately. Oh. Um, I think, yeah, there was a couple points where I was like, this is a little long. Right. And I think that's just, like how I'm conditioned to feel at this point yeah. about most things is like, ah, oh, this is, this could be shorter. Right. Um, I'm trying to think I had something I wanted to say. Oh, I love like the whole movie. It's really funny when they pause at that one point, I think the middle of the movie, uh-huh. if all these <laughs> the like really, the if you haven't seen it, they have all these hilarious, like fourth wall breaks where yeah. they'll just like, I don't, I don't know. They do it in such a playful, fun way. Right. But in the middle of the film, mm-hmm. when, like, the fish are talking. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, the middle of the film, those are my favorite parts. Because yeah. it's so surreal and <laughs> fucking bonkers. And they just are like, go yep. We're, wherever we're, I. Yeah, it's go. so weird. It's so great. They're like, where's the fish? Find right. the fish. I, it's really great. But the fish are talking. And they're like, I don't think they're really going to say anything about the meaning of life at all. And, and then at the end, you know, she's like, okay, here's the meaning of life. <laughs> and gives this, like, it's like a sentence. And and I love it because that, I think everybody has to come to their conclusion about the meaning of life for themselves and if that even matters to them. Right. And, like, for me, my conclusion about the meaning of life is, like, the goal is to learn to be less selfish and mm-hmm. to, like, treat humans like humans and to see everyone as important as you. Right. That, to me, is what the meaning of life is. Right. And at the end, they're, like, sentences like, be nice to people, try to read a good book every once in a while, yeah, walk around. And it's just like, yeah, that's, like, to me, that's it. But, like, if you talk to, I mean, I kept thinking about, I've been thinking about my mom a lot lately. We've been having Mm -hmm. some religious discussion. Right. And um, I thought about, like, if you ask my mom, you know, she would say something probably, like, Christ-centered. Right. Like, become more like Christ or, like, make it to the celestial kingdom, which I don't think she really cares about, but I think a lot of Mormons would probably say that, which is a weird... And I think that's a weird thing about religion in general is that, like, the goal of a lot of your choices should be... Like, there is, like, there's an end reward. Right. And I think that's really strange because I think, like, you shouldn't be a good person for some kind of glory... No, agreed. And I know that's simplifying things, and I think probably most religious people would argue with me about that. Right. But that's kind of what it comes down to, right? Like... Uh, yeah. I don't know, more or less. Definitely less, but... I liked that that was the meaning of life, after all. Yeah. And it is funny <laughs> to call the movie the meaning of life when they just go through, like, life. The stages of life, and... And yeah. show, like, kind of how meaningless they are. The, right. It was so funny. Right. I loved when they were, like, part three, fighting with each other. It's so good. It's so great. I just... Um, and I love 
There's the one after the vomit guy, after he explodes, mm-hmm. and then we follow Eric Idle doing his French accent yeah. to, to the house he was born in. Yeah. He's like, it might not be much, but it's, he's like, don't follow me anymore. I know, yeah, they're like, fuck you, don't follow me anymore. Because <laughs> it's like a good couple minutes of just like is, yeah. watching this guy, and he's like, this is the house where I grew up. It's like, and my mom told me to serve everybody, so I became yeah. a waiter. And then he's like, fuck you. Oh, uh, yeah. That is great. Uh, There's a lot of really good... I mean, all of it is hilarious. Like, yeah. the the birth ske- sketch yeah. skit. Oh, yeah. So fucking funny where he's like, bring me the machine that goes, bing. And then at the end, they're, the mom, they've taken the baby away and she's just in there by herself. And they're mm-hmm. like, they're like, you'll hear about the birth. <laughs> you can watch it on VHS. Yeah. Relax. It's super great. Uh, I love, like, I had this thought a lot of times watching this. Yeah. Which was, like, I don't think a lot of this would fly nowadays. Right. Like, um, there's a lot of things that I think a lot of people would be, I don't know, offended by, upset about. Right. And I thought about, like, it's, it's interesting because there's such a balance, right, between making the world a better place like, mm-hmm. being more sensitive to people's struggles and your own right. privilege. Right. And just trying to be, like, a less shitty, self-centered person in general. Right. And then just being, like, ridiculous. Right. And I don't know, I don't know where that balance is, and I'm trying to figure out, like, where you find it. Because I, I do think people right. freak out about stuff way too much, but I do think it's really important to, like, call people out on their bullshit. Right. But you don't, um, I don't know, like, some I, things that you just have to take with a grain of salt. Yeah, and I think that's something people aren't great at doing. Um, and I think, I think almost, I, I really like um, Ethan from H3H3, H3, mm-hmm. whenever he kind of talks about this sort of thing, because I feel like I align with him a lot um, on his calling out people's, his people calling out people's bullshit, like, I, I don't know. They're just... I feel like internet trolls, like, freak out just to almost go viral. Yeah. And, you know? And I but think, I will say, I think he's wrong sometimes. Oh, and I... His past couple of videos, I've I've agreed... I've agreed with. Oh, man. See, like, I hated... He put out that video about, like, the age gap love. Something we've talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah. With that guy dating, like, a 90-year-old or whatever. Right. And he very quickly turned his commentary from, like, this guy seems to have weird motives Uh to old women are disgusting. Oh. Oh, I didn't get that, but... Oh, you should watch it again. Because he, like... It it very quickly turns from a commentary about how this is, like, a strange thing or maybe Mm -hmm. not very, like, like... Like, this guy might not have good motives to just, like, making jokes about old vagina, like, real quickly. The thing, you know, and I, I can see that. The thing about it, though, it, it didn't, it didn't offend me. It, I, like, it didn't bother me, because I really, because, uh, I shouldn't say this on air. I, 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 I don't know, but I thought, I, I mean, I guess I can see how it could be offensive. I just, I personally wasn't offended. I don't know. It was, I don't know. I wouldn't say I was offended, but I was just, like, really? Like, this is... Like, the whole, almost this whole argument is just talking about how gross these women are and, like, how gross it is that this person would kiss them or want to sleep with them because they're gross. And I think that's, like, 
just just being ageist without making right. any real commentary on the situation. Right. Like, I, I, I don't know. People aren't gross. And if you think they're gross, that's on you. But you don't need to yeah. make a video that will get millions of views talking about how disgusting old women are. That's true. I don't, did, we talk I, about, did we talk about how gross old people are in our Age Gap Love podcast? I don't think we did because they're not. <laughs> I think that's, no. like, fucked up to just, like, make that your whole point. Right. Yeah. It's like no, people just that. get old and you're going to get old. And if it's true. L- when your wife gets old, is she going to be disgusting and like, ooh, like he's like make jokes about like cobwebs in their vaginas and stuff. Right. And it was like, oh, hilarious. I don't know. And he yeah. kept like making like throw up sounds. And I was just like, Ethan, I don't know. To me, it was that one was way too far. And right. I've, I've seen stuff of his in the past. that so I think he takes it. I get what he's doing, and in a lot of ways I agree with him. Especially, right. like, he... I don't know if I want to comment on this because it is super controversial, but the the dress video, yeah. he just made a yeah. video about that dress. Yeah. Stuff like that I do agree with him on. Yeah. But again, it's so hard to find that balance. Like, who am I to say, like, what is and what is not culturally appropriate for other people to do? I don't really give a fuck. Right. But I think, like, you should do all things with respect... Right. And if you can't comprehend how to respect someone's culture, if you can't comprehend the right way to do that, you shouldn't even try. And if you know what I mean, like, I'm not saying don't respect people's cultures. I'm saying if you don't understand the significance of something, you probably should just not assume it for yourself. Right. And I get that. And I think that's a problem. But, like, like he said with this dude just, like freaking out about this chick and then getting all these people behind him. Right. It is silly. And I think it's a little like, there's so many things that are such bigger problems. Right. And not that you should minimalize other problems just because of that. But it's like, we all get up in arms about this shit. That's completely harmless i don't know i shouldn't say that i can't make that assumption and and then but then people go viral and then i think it eggs people on to if they start making a stink about something small they'll be known and i think i think that's what i think that's what people want i mean look at us i mean we have a podcast yeah and we're clearly going viral We're, we're clearly going viral but you know i mean it's our small attempt to reach out there and maybe be found by someone yeah to have some sort of small notoriety which i know won't ever happen right but i mean i think i think that's a lot of people's goal i don't think that well, that became, know. like, recently a viable career option, you know? Yeah. Within oh, the yeah. past 20 years, like, becoming just, like, a, an internet <clears throat> personality. Yeah. Is, like, a career you can have. Right. I, I was watching, I don't know if you remember Bobby Burns at all. Mm-mm. Um, I, don't, I don't know who that is. He's a YouTuber who I've been following for a little while, and then he... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, your phone's doing that underwater thing. Oh, fuck. Should we just... Yeah. Let's hang up and call again. Okay, but I'm not going to stop recording. Okay, that's fine. Kindred's phone's making underwater sound. We'll be back in a second. Uh, Bye. Hopefully she's talking so I don't have to. Hello? Did we do it? <gasps> yes. Okay. Good. That's a bad sign. That happened after, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, that, <clears throat> yeah, that's not great. <laughs> it usually happens after an hour. 
It does. It's, the, it's my phone telling us to shut up and, like, move on. Yeah, it's like, you like, know what? No, phone, Don't talk stop. about this. But I'm going to, because I was talking about Bobby Burns. Yeah. He he made a video criticizing Shane Dawson. Okay. And then Shane, like, flew him out to L.A. and was, like, meeting my hater and, like, made a whole right. series with him and then brought him on to his, like, company or whatever you want to call it and all this shit. Right. Anyways, so he, they make this video of him, like, giving him a Jeep and getting him an apartment and he's going to live in L.A. and he's going to work with him and all this shit. And then he just disappears. Okay. And, like, Shane doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what happens. And then I think, I think yesterday he uploaded a video on his personal channel, mm-hmm. um, basically just saying, like, I had a mental breakdown. Okay. Um... And he basically just, like, fucking lost it from exhaustion and stress and anxiety and all these other things. But... Right. Like, I would hate to be in a position where I feel, like, obligated to make shit that's gonna be popular. Right. Or that's at least has some sort of appeal to even your audience in general. Right. I just can't, I don't know. I don't see myself as someone who's, like, incredibly, I don't know, appealing (laughs) to most people in just, like, what I want to talk about. Like, for instance, we usually talk about shit that's completely not relevant at all anymore. Right. And there's so much focus in general on the internet to just create, like, clickable things. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's making our lives really weird. Yeah, well, I think, <coughs> oh, fuck, I had a point, and then I lost it. Oh, no. Um, well, I think, oh, I think, I think it would be very weird um, to be in that sort of position. There are a couple, like, beauty YouTubers I follow who are, who are relatively small, you know, they only have, like, 100,000-ish followers. Yeah, but, can, like, um, it's crazy that that's small now. Yeah, you know, but but it is. Like yeah. the big the big beauty YouTubers don't ever talk about them. They probably don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. But like there's one in particular and I might have mentioned her on here before, but like she takes all of the comments very personally and will upload like apology videos for things that are completely completely just inane. You know, mm-hmm. just like almost like personal things about her body, like like she'll talk about maybe going to therapy or something, and then she gets a bunch of comments, and then she'll say stuff like, "Well, I sh- oh, I shouldn't have gone to, you know, I shouldn't have t- talked what? about it on here or whatever." Oh. Like this is just this is a platform for makeup or whatever, and I'm just like, yikes, yeah, I I think it's a weird, it's a weird thing that because we can hear like on a platform like that you can get so much input from people who have actually nothing to do with your life no influence whatsoever and to have so much input I mean probably on some I I mean I am not active on social media but like to probably be in high school and like be on Instagram and have to worry about people liking your photos you know and they really don't have any impact on your life or they shouldn't at least well, I think another thing I'm trying to stop saying is I think mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're working on it. It's um, I, I just start every sentence like that as a caveat to be like, hey, I don't know anything. Right. <laughs> this is just what I think or what I'm thinking. Anyway, right. you and I at mm-hmm. the age that we're at, 
Right. We Facebook became a thing like when we were in high school about. Yeah. I remember talk of it. Oh, yeah. As like a freshman. And we probably both got a Facebook account in like our junior year or something. I think like sophomore. Maybe. There's yeah. Like sophomore old, year. Yeah. No. But um, it wasn't. I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace account. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, which I was fine with because I have anxiety about people not wanting, like, not being my friend on there. Right. But um, I didn't, like, age. I didn't go through puberty and adolescence with as much of a focus on this, like, social media shit. Right. And I think that was good in a lot of ways. I even, I mean, until I was, like, probably in high school, I didn't let people take pictures of me for a really long time. Because mm-hmm. I was just so self-conscious. Right. And I would not have done well with that being such a focus. I think, like, yeah. my eating disorder tendencies and stuff would have been a lot worse. Right. And I think I think about, like, I follow a couple, I have a cousin who's, I think she's, like, 16 now. Yeah. And I follow her on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And I've got some nieces that are, like, in high school. Yeah. And a couple of them, I follow a couple of them on Instagram and Snapchat. Right. And seeing their stories and stuff uh-huh. is, like, the most stressful thing <laughs> in right. the world. I get so uncomfortable for them. And I just remember how uncomfortable I was with myself for mm-hmm. s- so long. And the, like, just yeah. trying to, like, pose in a way that will, like, be flattering. Right. All this shit that, of course, I still do. Mm-hmm. But I think that, I don't know, it just makes me sad, and it just seems like a really hard way to go through adolescence with such a focus on just, like, purely what you look like. Right. And I don't know how the fuck we got to this topic. (laughs) Something. (laughs) I just, it just would be really, really hard, and I don't Mm -hmm. ever want to feel like I have to cater to people or, or... Like, have people's approval, which, of course, I seek. I'm a human being. I like approval. I like when people like me. Right. I'm not an alien or a god or a master of the universe. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, aliens probably care. God probably cares. (laughs) I don't know. God God probably has a killer Instagram. (laughs) But I don't know... I don't know what my point is. I just think (laughs) it would suck to live in this world now and try to be a viral sensation or whatever. Right. Because inevitably, a lot of people are going to hate you, and that's fine. But then it turns into, like, witch hunts all the time. (laughs) Not to... That's a phrase Trump has been using a lot, and I don't mean to allude to that at all. But I don't know. Like, a couple months ago, we are talking about Shane Dawson, who was being accused of being a pedophile. Yeah. No one gives a shit about that now. No. Like, even a week later. No. It didn't matter. It, one, it wasn't true. Yeah. And, you know, who gives a crap whoever said that about him, whoever started spreading that, you know, and their moment of fame is over. Yeah. Hopefully. And I think that's my point, is that all of these things, like this thing with the dress. Right. Or whatever. We all like to just get up in arms about it for a, for a minute. Yeah. And then ultimately, no one gives a shit about it. So why are we all getting up in arms about it? Yeah. Um, I uh, A book I read recently, and I've recommended to Riley, um, 
and there with a lot of caveats because <laughs> the author I yeah. kind of seems like a dick, but he had some really great points. Uh, it's called uh, oh fuck the subtle art the subtle art of not giving a fuck. But he had a, one point that I I liked, and he was like, people just he's like, there's already so much outrage in the world, <laughs> like like just don't stop giving a fuck about the small things. Like you don't need to add to the outrage. And yeah. I really like that. Like, I mean, some girls, some girls prom dress and some guys outrage about it. Like, I don't need to, I don't even need to have an opinion on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care if that guy thinks she's appropriating something and whether she is or not. I don't care. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it, it doesn't have any effect on me. <laughs> yeah. A couple days ago, Josh was like, did you hear the shit Kanye said? And I was like, no. I'm like, I know people are mad about it. Right. And he's like, I haven't heard it either. Like, I just don't care. And I'm like, I yeah. just, yeah, who cares? Like, what Kanye is fucking saying. Like, so, his, his whole, like, PR package is that he's, like, a, an unstable, crazy person. Right. Who's insanely rich and elitist and egocentric. So who right. gives a fuck what Kanye's saying? And he's just a person saying some dumb shit or shit people agree with like he just is another guy who unfortunately or fortunately for him i don't know what he thinks but maybe unfortunately for us we have to like know what he thinks yeah i don't know it's just it's just nothing to even comment on like wow he said a thing it was i mean and i think uh, whatever he said i mean unless it like killed someone i don't you know, he can no, he just, wants. like, he loves Trump, and then he says, like, yeah. shit about that, and people are like, how can you say that? And it's, I mean, what he's saying is fucking bonkers, because he's, yeah. but he's always said shit like that, he and has. I don't know why anyone is, like, feeding into his I know narrative so much, but I don't know. It's all, I, I was talking the other night mm-hmm. with some, with some bros, mm-hmm. I was, and I told you about this conversation, because it was mm-hmm. just good, but we were talking about, like, the meaning of life and just the universe right. and just existence in general and how weird it is. And yeah, one of the, the conclusions we came to is that people just care entirely too much about humans. Mm-hmm. And I think like thinking about Kanye and Twitter shit and just everything, we're so people focused. We're so like personality focused and mm-hmm. everyone is supposed to say things that are relatable and agreeable and yeah. woke or whatever else. Right. And there's such a spotlight on everybody now. It's not just celebrities because within your own friend group through social media, you can be some kind of celebrity. Right. You you can have this platform where people are, like, listening to you. Right. And so everyone is on this, like, stage all the time, even more than... You know, we used to be, I guess. Yeah. And it's, everyone's just getting attacked all the time. And everything right. everyone says is wrong. And I, I remember in high school, I had this teacher and she was awesome. Mrs. Gardner, do you remember her? I do, yes. She, she was, had an age gap marriage. She did have an age gap marriage, but she was so cool. <laughs> she was and, great. Um, I took, like, communications from her or something. Mm-hmm. But I remember she made this point of, like, don't ever make fun of someone for ignorance. Like, don't ever bully someone for ignorance. Right. Because at one point, you didn't know that either. Yeah. And I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And right. I, I feel like I'm a pretty ignorant person who, mm-hmm. like, tries my best. Yeah. And I think most people 
and I don't know. I think most people are pretty ignorant people just trying their best, but every once in a while you get this person that's like, nope, I know everything and I know the perfect things to say and I right. make no mistakes and I'm not pro- problematic at all. Right. And that's setting yourself up for a disaster. But I, I just, I wish we could like meet people where they're at a little bit more and be a little less shitty instead of just like you're mm-hmm. wrong and you're shitty and you're evil. Right. And it, it just, like, descends so quickly into, like, name-calling and just, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I've I th- been rambling for so long. Well, I think I think a point I made on a couple podcasts ago, but saying, like, I being really sad after Trump was elected and wondering if he had ever just driven alone in a car listening to, like, his favorite song. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but who am I? to you know say that he hasn't Mm -hmm. i think i i I mean i guess just like our perspective for every other person and we have we can so visibly see what people present but there is just so much more under yeah their facade absolutely just so much more and it's like i think i i think really you can just spend time and get to know someone doesn't matter what your political views are and i think you can just like someone And I think it just, it really sucks with the bipartisan politics and then social media hyping everything up and everything is bad or everything is good. And this person is amazing. This person is woke. This person isn't. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's telling us what to think (laughs) and And constantly. And I've noticed myself, like someone will bring up a certain person, whatever, Mm -hmm. and I'll have like already a preconceived reaction about that person mm-hmm. like oh we don't like them because this and it feels like right. that like oh we don't like that person's not cool or whatever because this right right and I try to not think that way mm-hmm. but I this stuff is so reinforced like America and I I don't know I, I feel like this shit has always been going on yeah we're just di- digesting I- it in a different way well, I've been watching, uh, I've been rewatching Old Simpsons, like, very early seasons, mm-hmm. and in season eight, there was one, and it was, it was parodying the, uh, election between, uh, Bob Dole and Clinton, oh and it's Bob just, Dole. like, I mean, you know, and this was the 90s, so it wasn't too long ago, but, like, even back then, people were just sick of it, like, the, the satire of politics in the 90s could easily be applied to politics yeah. today. It's just more, it's just more because everybody yeah. can say something about it. And with it being so much more, it's so fleeting. Mm-hmm. And I don't, eh, it's just everything is about clicks and likes, you know? So you have to just yeah. always be on the next thing. You have to be like, I don't know. And I'm not talking about yeah. like me. I don't give a shit. Right. No, I don't do I don't... Facebook. I was going to say, I was like, I have an Instagram that I've never posted a picture to. Yeah. You know, I see so I can follow you and Linda and my body (laughs) positivity people. Right. But I think even just in conversations with people, I don't, ah, there's just this collective, like, this is how we feel about this. Right. And I'm, I I don't, uh, like, specific actresses or whatever, like, they, just Mm -hmm. people fall in and out in favor so quickly. Right. Just from people deciding, like, what's that comedian? Ugh, she just came Amy out Schumer? with a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she I goes just watched... from being, like, America's sweetheart to everyone fucking hates her. Well, and I just watched, before we started recording this, um, a clip of Bill Maher, who he himself has a lot of controversy. Yeah. But, you know, he was, 
he was basically calling out all of the people reviewing her movie, basically saying, you know, can you guys not just see it for what it is? It's mm-hmm. an Amy Schumer movie. People were getting angry that they did. She didn't cast a black woman or a person of color as the main woman. And she's like, I'm sorry that I'm white. She, yeah. had, she apologized for that, which is interesting. But um, I was going to say... Um, Oh, that's something I say. I was gonna say. <laughs> that's my thing. I say, right? We're becoming so self-aware. <laughs> we really are. Um, just on the point of people, uh, uh, kind of a politics. When I was in school in Idaho Falls for paralegal classes, I had a, I had to take a sociology class, which was like a, a literal joke. And everybody in there... Everybody in there, I thought at the beginning, was extremely Republican, and I just, I do not align. <laughs> I mean, I'm more liberal-leaning, but I refuse to align myself with a party. Remember when um, you took some test in high school and it said you were a Republican? Yeah, I'm sure I was. I was, like, I've, weird. <laughs> I, was, I mean, oh, come on, computer. All right, Jesus. Hang on, guys. I had to... Later! I don't need a Lenovo update. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Anyway... But I was in a class um, full of Republicans. Just, like, my teacher said some anti-trans things, and I had to, like, yell at him. <laughs> like, I was... I do not get up in arms, but I was argumentative in this class. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. But at the very end of the class, after people, you know, people... After a couple months, people had given presentations, and I felt like I had no, I knew what people, like, felt. There was a guy in the class, and he was very uh, libertarian. And I thought that was very, I thought that was interesting because in Idaho Falls, that's just not, you know, you've got the Republicans and I mean. Oh, no, there's a lot of libertarians. I, I, I'd never, I'd never talked to one. Hmm. And so, but it was, it was extremely refreshing after he gave like a presentation on some sort of whatever the libertarians, more, more, more free business or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. But I went up and I talked to him and I was like, Hey, I, I liked your presentation. It's like, it was refreshing to hear a different point of view and we just like talked we just kind of talked about that sort of shit i was like it sucks to really hear two points two sides of the coin and of course he was very libertarian so he just talked about that but it's nice to it's it's fun to realize that not everybody agrees with everyone and that's okay yeah (laughs) and it's needed and it's not just the people yelling on twitter Oh, man. Yeah. I just, even that, though, being libertarian, mm-hmm. I just don't know why. I mean, I do know why. I don't like that we love to find, like, a label to, like, yeah. be like, that's me. Right. And I get I- it. I get, like, a community, and I get, you know, something that feels like you that you identify with. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think... You know, people have been talking about it more and more, but just, like, tribalism is becoming so toxic and so prevalent, and I think, I don't know, it's just hard because I wish we could all just be us, just be an individual who thinks some of these things. I mean, not to bring it back to the movie, but the (laughs) movie of life, part three, fighting each other. Right. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Then we reach the autumn years, and then we die. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing's really changed, I guess. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> I I guess, yeah, to bring it back to the movie. <laughs> all this shit we've been talking about now for, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's all just 
it's so trivial. <laughs> yeah. And I, and there's, what is that part? They're like in the boardroom mm-hmm. and they're talking about, you know, <laughs> all wearing more hats. Yeah. Wearing more hats. And then the meaning of life is focused on da 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 da. And we can't focus Something on it because, soul. yeah, right. we can't ever connect to the true soul. Our souls can't. Because uh, we can't because, focus long enough. Yeah, because we're so distracted by all the trivial things, and the guy's like, "What about the hats?" <laughs> I'd like to bring it around to point one. What yeah. about the hats? Which is just exactly what this movie does: is take yeah. takes these big ideas of these concepts we were talking about for so long and boils it down to two sentences. Right. But it's I I don't know. It's hard because we live from day to day and most of mm-hmm. life is very trivial and is just yeah. getting shit done. So of course you're going to think about that and then but so much of what we spend our energy on and so much of what we're angry about mm-hmm. just are just complete constructs and yeah. li- just so I don't uh, I can't even gather this thought. I it's, believe in you. It's just so arbitrary. Yeah. And it's completely, like, government in itself, you know, it was just a thing we came up with to try to, like, yeah. make things better. Yep. And now it's just a shit show. Right. Like, and we've all, and we're all against a nation. I really, really, I'll, I'll say stuff like this to my dad and it makes him very angry, but I'll, hmm. I'll say something like, I just don't care that I'm an American. And then he'll go, he'll say something just yelling at me. But I really, I, I think to... It's another tribe thing to say that yeah. we're better than another nation. Yeah, and like, you, you don't think those nations think they're they're great too? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what I was watching. I think I was watching. Um, I was watching Superstore on NBC. It's really great, guys. Watch it on Hulu. It's all on there. <laughs> it's really funny. But there's a character, and it was for the Olympics a couple in 2016, whenever they were, and he was like. He was like, but America's number one. And he had an employee from, like, the Philippines, and he was wearing a Fili- Philippine flag on his thing. And he was like, why aren't you wearing an American flag? And he's like, the Philippines are number one. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? And I think that's just a concept that people, everybody thinks they're number one. Why is, Why do we have to, it's just, I don't know, we're all just humans on this yeah. planet. And the division isn't great, so. Yeah, but it's like, it's somehow inevitable. I um I was paying my taxes. Super fun mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. We owed a bunch of money. It was great. Right. And I was just thinking, like, the government right now is, like, billions in debt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what is this, like, couple hundred bucks <laughs> really going to do for them? Yeah. Like, it's... why do I have, like, why why is this... What does this even mean if it is all meaningless? We're in so much debt already. It's all just, like, big, giant, imaginary numbers. Right. So why the fuck... (laughs) What is this game we're still playing? If this is all just completely pointless, like, can I just keep the money I make? Right. And then buy shit, you know? It was just so weird to me just to think about literally billions of dollars, you know, in debt. And I'm giving them, like, a couple hundred bucks back because, like, they need it. Like, hilarious. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Hope this... Re- <laughs> it's like funding a Kickstarter that will never, yeah. ever... <laughs> well, it's funny because almost everyone I talked to um, in Virginia at least owed mm-hmm. this year. There was only, like, a oh. couple people who didn't. And I was like, so what the fuck happened in Virginia? Like, what's... I, yeah. It's just... It's all so made up. But if you don't do it, yeah. then there's these shitty consequences that you have to deal with. So it's easier just to, like, play the game yeah. and give the government their couple hundred bucks. Nothing is certain but death and taxation, so, you know. All right, Ben. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Famous womanizer. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. It's the just... Louis C.K. of the early days. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I guess what we're getting at here. <laughs> if we are getting at something. If we're getting at something is life is really weird. Yeah. Just and... the meaning of life. Go on a walk. Read a good book. Be nice to other people. Yeah. It's That's... just all so... I don't know. I'm not religious, and maybe if you are, then that helps you if like feel yeah. Maybe you have a meaning to life. Yeah, (laughs) but I just don't. I feel like it's all just about trying to not be shitty. Yeah. And not get too caught up in all this bullshit. But it's pretty hard to not get caught up in all this bullshit. Yeah, it is. I just want a farm. I just want to live on a farm and. Oh yeah. Farm things, except not really. I would be really bad at that. Like, I would just want to live on the farm, but, like, have someone else do the farming for me. <laughs> huh. Kindred. What? It sounds like slavery. <laughs> no. You know what I mean. Like, I'll marry a farmer, and then I have to be in the kitchen or whatever, because I'm the woman, so. Go put the kettle on. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this was for the podcast or not, mm-hmm. but Linda sent me a message that she gave you a message to give me. Is that for the podcast? Oh, well, I I was playing Minecraft with her before. I forgot to tell you. Linda says hi. Oh, hi, Linda. <laughs> you could have just told me that when you texted me that Kindred had a message for me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what she said. Here, I'll read you exactly what she said. Let's see. Hi, friends. I'm pulling up my uh, Google Hangouts. Let's see. Oh, okay. She, she says, tell her I said hi, LOL. And then she put, so inefficient. Oh my god. It's like, yeah. Absolutely. Extremely uh, inefficient. So. Well, cool. So I think um, I feel very unconfident in this conversation we just had. I feel like I rambled cool. for so long. So I'm sorry you if know? you've made it this far. Wowie, Thank wowie, you. zowie is all I Thank can say. Thank you. Wowie, zowie. All right. Well, how much, how much, how much of thumbs would you give to how the multi-thumbs, the meaning of life? I really enjoyed it. I feel mm-hmm. like I would give it eight thumbs. Nice. Very solid score. How many thumbs? And uh, I'd give it ten. I love this movie. Good. Everybody, everybody, everybody watch it or don't. I don't really care. Everybody you watch it or don't. Um, and with that, we have my favorite segment. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite segment, <laughs> Real Good Whistlin' with Riley. Um, that's the theme song i guess (laughs) i like to introduce this game by always saying if you haven't heard of this game before this is where i whistle a song and kindred has to guess what it is the fun thing is that i can't whistle (laughs) it's great and i haven't gotten it yet (laughs) is that true i think that is true yes i have not gotten a song yet i'm confident you'll get this one okay i'm gonna pray while you (laughs) whistle you ready Oh, I can't remember the next part. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Did you get it yet? Oh, oh. Is it a hymn? It's not a hymn, but close. It's close to a hymn. Oh, uh, well, first I was going to say, is it something by the Beatles? No. And then... It's a song I, you for sure know. Do, 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 do. I just have a hymn stuck in my head now. What's the hymn? Um, it's the one that they play in the singles ward. 
and they kind of play a rock version of it, which is awesome and sacrilegious. Oh, no, it's Dude. definitely not that. Oh, but we are we, happy are we. A lot of hymns are real similar. It's true. <laughs> Some of them okay. exactly the same. Literally, okay. This is not a hymn, but it is a song sung in Mormon church. Oh, oh, hang on. <laughs> it's not a hymn, but it's a song sung in a Mormon church. Think, think um, about it. Like in sacrament? <laughs> Popcorn popping yeah! the tree. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. I knew you'd get it. That's... <sighs> I did it, guys. I was going to do I Love You Always Forever by Donna Lewis, but I think I've already done that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But whenever that's I have to awesome. think of a, the best song in the world, that's what I think of. So That's just amazing. That's a deep cut for all y'alls out there. Popcorn popping on the apricot tree. Hand, jo- hand gestures it. included. Interesting. I that's an that's a fun stance to take against a primary song. He said like when he was in primary, they uh-huh. weren't allowed to sing it because he would <gasps> flip his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Always one of my personal favorites because I wanted to just eat popcorn. Yeah, people would bring popcorn. Oh hell yeah. yeah! I love that about Josh. That is so funny. Yeah, he he just like <laughs> fucking hated it like with a fiery passion, and to this day still does. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. All right. Well, I think we done did the thing, so. Yeah, do you have any last thoughts? Um, I 100% did the theme song, fuck, the closing catchphrase last week, so. I didn't ask so, you that. I said, do you have any final thoughts? Oh, uh, yeah. My final thought is Riley. It's <laughs> our closing catchphrase. Of course. Okay. Here's a brief um, log of everything on the shelf in front of me. Okay. Three painted mason jars, one thumb drive, about seven God-related um, pamphlets, one pumpkin made out of a handkerchief, one Hello Kitty lamp, a box from an external hard drive I bought, and an old pillow. Thank you. And with that, listeners, we love you. Thanks for sticking around with us if you have. <laughs> If you have, like, wow, like good thanks. on you. <laughs> Seriously. Enjoy right. enjoy your life and the meaning enjoy, of it. Enjoy your life indeed. Bye, guys. Bye.